Hi, I'm Zuna Garrison, and you're listening to Brothers on Tennis. Hi, this is Chanda Rubin, and you're listening to Brothers on Tennis. Hi, this is Katrina Adams, and you're listening to Brothers on Tennis. Hey guys, I'm Andrew Krasny, and you're listening to Brothers on Tennis. boys and girls? This is your boy, Prakash Amitraj, and you are about to listen to me on the Brothers on Tennis. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? This is your boy, Isaac. And this is your boy, Bryce. And we are Brothers on Tennis. And folks, we are back. It is 2021. And man, oh man, have I missed this sport that we know and love called tennis. Bryce, what's the good word, my pan? Well, my man, what's the good word? Yeah, it's all good, man. Just, you know, staying home. They, they're talking about, you know, we've got these uh, different versions of the Rona out here now. And I, right. look. It ain't nothing but for me and my dog to stay at home right now. And, uh, <laughs> long, long as I can't get it from Buddy, you know, I'm gonna be like SWV right here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going nowhere until I get the two shots in my arm, and yes, then it'll, sir. Be, it'll be a week after that. So, man, uh, you better call it, bro. That's what it is, man. <laughs> the vaccine is coming. We just got to be patient. It's going to be a minute. So, I mean, I know folks are excited, but, hey, we, we plan on another good four to six months of just being patient. And then right. hopefully, like you said, my man, we can get those two doses and we can get back to some sense of normalcy around this place. Because, man, I'm tired of these four walls. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, so, folks, really quickly, want to make sure we give the proper uh, shout outs. We are recording this show today on the Locker Room app. Now, Locker Room is the only live audio uh, social networking uh, app for your for sports fans. So, you know, make sure that you get engaged. You can listen to our show on Locker Room in real time before it even hits your iTunes feed. You can actually do that and engage with us while we while we are recording the show. So once again, get out there download the app you can even start your own room you can talk about tennis you can react to tennis you can talk about scores and upsets and all these other wonderful things it's really a great place for you to be able to kind of find some level of commonality with other sports fans out there so make sure you get out there make sure you download the app and uh yeah and uh it's in the apple app store it is there got to have the apple product right now but make sure you go and get it and interact with us, right, bro? That is, that's it, man. Yeah, man. And, uh, and we're very excited because this is a very special episode for for us. Um, as those of you who have been following us for a while, uh, last year we did our very first annual Brothers on Tennis uh, Player Awards, and this is where we have six different categories. Yes, where we award a winner on both the ATP side and on the WTA side. And in case you forgot, just a reminder of what those categories are. We have Newcomer of the Year. We have Breakout Performance of the Year. We have the Upset of the Year. We have Player of the Year. <laughs> we have <laughs> Mr. and Miss Petty of the Year. Yes. And we also have our very own, the No You Didn't 
award uh, that will go to someone on both the ATP and the WTA. Now, what we're going to do a little differently this year than what we did last year is last year we just recorded this straight as a podcast and we posted it. But because we're on Locker Room, when we uh, finish going through all of our categories and letting you know who we've selected, we're going to bring some of you up to talk about what were some of the key moments for you in this 2020 tennis season. And we know stuff has, stuff was popping off in the world of tennis all the way up until the last day of this year. <laughs> and right? it, almost, it almost made us change some of our uh, award recipients uh, mm-hmm. there at the end, but we figured we'd let you guys talk about that. So, um, <laughs> what, Isaac, anything you want to add before we get started? No, nah, brother, you captured that exactly. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Okay. Well, we're going to go ahead, and what Isaac and I are going to do is we're going to take turns uh, giving you uh, who we have selected this year uh, as the winner in each one of these categories. And so I'm going to kick it off with the Newcomer of the Year Award on the ATP side. And the person that we have selected is Mr. Yannick Sinner from Italy as our Newcomer on the ATP. If, if you think about it, here's just a couple of things for him for this year. This year when he was 19, he won his very first tour title. Uh, he won the Sofia Open in Bulgaria where he defeated uh, Vasek Pospisil in the finals. So, you know, this is a, this is a major accomplishment because we've, we've often talked about the challenges like FAA has had. He's made it to a lot of finals, but he hasn't won his first tournament yet. Well, Center has already done that. He's also had some very big wins this year. He's had two wins over Goffin. He has one win over Paz, and he has a win over Zerf. And then probably one of his biggest results this year is that he actually made it to the quarterfinals of the French Open where he lost to Rafael Nadal, where we all know there is no shame in losing to Rafael Nadal at the uh, French Open. And he ended the year ranked number 36 in the world. So we think that Sinner has some real big things coming in his future. And he was one of the brightest spots we saw on the men's tour this year. What do you think, Isaac? Oh, exactly, bro. I mean, everything that you said. I mean, we even saw uh, Sinner kind of step out there, if you will, uh, winning the, um, uh, I always forget, it's called the Next Gen. Uh, yes. tournament at the end of uh, 2019. So he made his statement even then. He made it to the final against, I believe it was uh, the Demon, uh, Alex Demonar. And uh, mm-hmm. he was like, he was like, Alex, I'm not scared of you. Um, and basically, you know, <laughs> he, he was like, I am next gen. Don't, don't, don't get it mistaken. <laughs> and I mean, he has, he has simply added on to that. He, I think it helped his confidence coming into 2020. And even though, of course, we had, you know, the craziness of 2020, he, he just, he came out and said, I'm going to continue on the path. And I think that he's got a great team around him and he's just done some really great things, man. So I am a huge fan of Yannick Center. And I think that he is one of those guys that uh, they, they better definitely watch out for in the next few years. I would definitely say he's going to win a Grand Slam. That's for sure. I agree. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, so yeah, so that's uh, Yannick Center on the newcomer side uh, for the men. On the women's side, um, we have actually selected an American. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Go America. Uh, we picked... <laughs> 
we went ahead and picked uh, Jen Brady as the newcomer of the year. Because I'm going to tell you what, Jen showed out this year. I mean, she really, she did a thing. I mean, she started out, you know, off, off the bat. She was like, yo, I'm going to take the off season and I'm, a, I'm, I'm just going to leave the States and I'm going to go over to Spain and I'm going to get my fitness right. I'm going to get my mind right. I'm going I'm to try and tighten up my game such that I can really get out here and compete. And I mean, it, 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 it really showed. It started out with the Lexington tournament. And, and, and just like I said, she captured her, her own, uh, her, her first title, similar to Center uh, last mm-hmm. year. And, uh, and, and just really, ha- she has had some really, really solid, solid uh, um, um, uh, victories and made some great project up, uh, excuse, excuse me, progress in the tournaments that she's been in. A little up and down here and there, but overall, she has really, really, um, had a, a good season and, in my opinion, is very deserving of this Newcomer Award. What do you think about that, Bryce? Totally agree. And when and when you can say, when you can look back at the year and say that you beat Sharapova, mm-hmm. Ash Barty, Svitolina, mm-hmm. and Muguruza, yeah. you have had a very <laughs> good year. And yeah. let's not forget, even though she didn't win, a lot of people say one of the best matches of the year was when she made it to the semifinals of the U.S. Open and That's lost right. that three-setter to Osaka. That's right. So, I mean, she she really was about it the whole year. Yeah, those semifinals, I keep forgetting. They were, ooh, those semifinals at the U.S. Open were fire. Oh, my goodness. Those <laughs> they were. Matches. My goodness. Yes, sir. So, congratulations to Center and Brady uh, for uh, the Newcomer Award uh, for 2020 for us. We're going to move on to the breakout performance of the year. And so, I'm going to start it off on the WTA side this time. And you know what? This was not a hard one for us. It was... (laughs) (laughs) Right? We were were like, duh. Uh, breakout performance goes to none other than Iga Swiatek. Um, Most people didn't even know who she was before the French Open. And um, I I just want to say this thing. I don't know if a lot of people know this or not. Not only did she win the French Open, not only did she beat people like Bouchard, who, and you may say, oh, Bouchard, that's not that great of a win. Quietly, if you had been paying attention Bouchard going into this year was really playing well. Right. She had been playing over in Europe. She was looking really good. I was surprised to see that. And then everybody said, oh, Halep is the favorite to win the French Open. <laughs> and all she did was sit down at Eagle's table and get fed. 6261, <laughs> got the whole biscuit and the breadstick in the round of 16. As a matter of fact, I don't know if people paid attention that Iga fed every one of her opponents in each round at least one set. Yes, right. A bagel, a breadstick, or a whole biscuit. So it's not like Iga won the French Open by all these three set, third set, uh, long victories. She drove people. (laughs) Exactly. She drove him. And then as if it wasn't big enough that she beat Kennan, 6-4-6-1 in the finals, uh, who, let's not forget, Kennan had already won the Australian Open earlier in the year. 
she actually was also in the semifinals of the doubles with our friend of the show, Nicole Melikar. That's right. That's so right. let me tell you what. Eagle's bag leaving the French Open was full. <laughs> it was real full because she she had a single championship and she had a double semifinals place. She won. That was the only title she won of the year. She went 14 and five, but she ended the year ranked in the top 20, number 17. Um, Man. That was one of the most unexpected, uh, but one of the best breakout performances we've seen in a while. Absolutely, bro. I, 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 I couldn't disagree with you, you know, at all, because she – she just got out there and clowned. It's like, who is who is Iga Spiatek? Who is this? <laughs> right? I mean, seriously. And she was just like, listen, you will know my name by the end of this tournament. You best believe that. And she climbed up on some women and was like, listen. <laughs> she snatched off them <laughs> earrings. She got the Vaseline out and was like, look, we about to go to battle. And she got up in there and did her job, man. She did her business. It was awesome to see. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and I mean, and honestly, Bryce, it goes to because I think we had talked about this in a, on a sh- um, one of our shows last year. She has a sports psychologist um, that she works with. And I mean, it's those little things. It's, it, like I said, we talked about Jim Brady going over to Spain to do the training on the offseason. We've got Iga Spiatek, who has, you know, gotten, you know, it, it, when you're adding those those little extra components, those are the things that are making the difference in, in these folks really shining and just doing their thing. So, I, I, yeah, Iga did her thing. And, and I am very, uh, very excited and anxious to see how she's going to follow up on all of that uh, come 2021 in this new season. It should be a very interesting to watch, that's for sure. I agree. Yes, sir. And as far as the breakout player on the men's side, so this is a little bit different from Iga in the sense that she just burst on the scene and was like, yo, this <laughs> with our <laughs> with our recipient on the male side, he's someone who, in my opinion, was started his rise and unfortunately got injured and kind of had to then take a back seat. And then when he saw that his shine was being stolen by his countrymen, he was like, hail to the no. You're going to give me my shot. <laughs> Who we are talking about is Andre Rublev. Andre Rublev <laughs> is our breakout player of the year on the men's side. because, And he, you might as well say he's comeback player of the year as well because that fool got a hat. Listen, y'all. He got out there and got silly with it. I mean, we had a consolidated 2020 calendar, y'all, and this fool won, like, four or five tournaments. Five, yes. Five. I'm like, how do you just step out there and be like, yo, I'm about to take five tournaments, and we're not even going to play a full season. I mean, come on now. (laughs) And what I'm talking about, and Bryson, you and I have talked about this, Basically, Daniil Medvedev, countryman, he mm-hmm. did his thing and, and, and showed out last summer 2019, and all the shine started going to, to Daniil. And before that, Rublev of the three Russians, Hachinov, Rublev, and, and Medvedev, Rublev was actually the first one to really kind of start making his presence felt on the tour. And so he was getting, you know, growing and getting his shine going, and then he got injured. And then, you know, so he's all battling the injury. And here comes Daniil, like, yo. (laughs) 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 Djokovic, ain't nobody scared of you. And started beating up on folks last summer. 
and like I said, he took away a lot of Rublev's shine. And Rublev then came back and said, yo, 2020 is my year. Now, mind you, Daniil did show out at the end of 2020. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. But Rublev did the damn thing. And for him to win five tournaments in a in a, consent, uh, a, a condensed season is just simply ridiculous. And I'm going to shut up and I'm going to let you comment on it, Bryce, because I could talk all day about Andre Rublev. <laughs> no, no, I, 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 I'm I, going to just totally agree with what you said. I mean, he won two 250-level tournaments and three 500-level tournaments on the tour. He went 41-10 and 10 mm. on the year and ended up – and really capped it off well because he ended up ranked number eight in the world and ended up actually making it to the year-end championships. Um now, you know, granted, I think by the time they got to the end of the year, the other players was like, okay, now we're about tired of you. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but he had the most successful year in terms of no, number of tournaments of anyone. So, yeah, that was mm-hmm. great. So, in terms of breakout players, uh, Swiatek and Rublev, congratulations. Uh, uh, awesome performances. Yes. Now, we're going to move on to the next category, which is upset of the year. And I'll start on the men's side. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think we were all surprised by this uh, this victory, but it's like we were all very happy for him. Yes. And that is when Diego Schwartzman beat Rafael Nadal at the Rome Masters in the quarters in straight sets, six two seven five. Now, we've said many times one of the most difficult things to do in tennis is to be Rafael Nadal on European red clay. Right. Uh, he, he just doesn't lose, and especially if it's at the French Open. But um, let's, let's not forget, Nadal had won Rome eight times. <laughs> so it, it, it isn't like he hadn't done well there before. Um, but, you know, Diego ended the year ranked number nine. He also lost in the finals of the second Cologne tournament to Zarev. Um, and, and let's not forget, he, he, this wasn't just very flukish because he then went on to the French Open to beat Dominique Thiem in five sets mm-hmm. at, at the French Open. Now, granted, Nadal was there in the semifinals to remind him what time it was. <laughs> you know, that they, we weren't in Rome no more. Right. Um, but, yeah, I don't think anyone, you, you know, would have thought that Schwartzman was going to be. Uh, I remember watching that match. And, and when he won the first set 6-2, he, he gave Nadal a whole biscuit. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, okay, all right. But, you know, he Nadal is going to come back and win these next two. And, you know, that's 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 going to be it. Right. But for him to keep his, his steel and to pull that second set out seven, five. Yeah. I give him the slow clap. He, uh, he, he, he deserves upset of the year on the men's side for me. What do you think, Isaac? Dude? I I mean, any, like you said, anytime you can beat Nadal on, I mean, especially European clay, but clay in general. I mean, cause I mean, we all know Nadal is, is the man. He is the beast on clay. And 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 you have to bring something special on the day in order to be able to beat him. And for 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 little Diego, I call him you know pocket sized. Um, 
<laughs> for him to be able to step out there and beat him on clay. He was playing some tennis that day, bro. I remember that match. I watched it, and it was like, he is on fuego. He is fire. <laughs> Smoke yeah. is coming out of them shoes. I mean, he was, <laughs> bruh. Oh, it was, a, it was a beautiful thing to see. And mind you, it's, you know, nothing against the dog. The dog's the, the dude. And, but anytime someone can pull an upset like that, Yes, sir. You, you, that, that, that deserves um, some attention and some recognition. So by far, he deserves uh, the upset uh, award uh, from us for certain. <laughs> yeah. And on the ladies' side, uh, the upset that we picked uh, to, to, to give the award to, I know it hurts to the core. It's, it's like a knife driving into my <laughs> stomach, but basically we gave that award to uh the match um and i don't know if i'm gonna say her name right i know that you, uh, think, uh, think, of, think of the 80s uh pop band that's it, what i always think of shing wong uh, no wang chung oh wang chung i thought you always said the last name first anyway i'm i'm bad when it comes to to, to the appropriateness of saying uh, uh the names outside of the u.s but yes wang chung um, basically, it was Wang Chung uh, upsetting Miss Serena Williams in the Australian Open. She was like, "Ain't nobody scared of you." Um, and what was, and what's really what was really interesting about the whole thing is the when they played, which I believe was the previous year. I think Serena beat her. She gave her a bacon on a breadstick, didn't she? Yeah, it was it was a beat down. It was a beat down. So of course, you know, Serena was going into that match like, "Yo, I'm 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 about to take care of business. I didn't I didn't spanked up on her, you know, before. I'm about to do this thing again." And um, you know, Circa Sharapova at Wimbledon. Wearing <laughs> 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 I was like, "Am I scared you, heifer?" <laughs> <laughs> And Serena was like, oh, boy, I done got one on the day. So, right. And it's like Serena said, everybody brings their A game against her. And because they, you know, they want to get that, that, you know, they want to get that scalp. And she certainly did on the day because we were not expecting that result whatsoever. I mean, of course, a lot of us were predicting her to go on and and potentially even win the title. But, uh, yeah, apparently Wang Chung had a. other things in mind. So, yeah. <laughs> what, what, what are your thoughts on that, brother? You know, it was a surprise because I think we all thought this was a really good chance for Serena to get number 24. She had just won her first tournament as a mom in right. Auckland yep. um, over uh, Jessica Pagula, who was playing really well at the time. And even when, you know, just like what I said about Nadal when he lost that first set to... Um, to Schwartzman, you know, when you see the champions lose the first set, you just kind of feel like, okay, they're going to get it in gear. So she right. lost that first set 6-4, all right, and I said, okay. And then so Serena clawed and won that second set in uh, a tiebreaker, and I just figured they'd get to the third set, and Serena would just – and Wayne Chow was like, you know what, I'm going to keep using this phrase. I'm like SWV. I'm gonna be right here. Yeah, I'm gonna be right here. <laughs> I'm not going nowhere. Exactly. I ain't got I'm no. I'm not going nowhere. <laughs> and so, yeah, she um, she pulled that out, and I just it, you know, it just broke my heart because I really thought Serena had a good chance uh, to get mm-hmm. 24 uh, at the Australian. So. I was a I was a little disappointed in that. <laughs> Absolutely, man. <laughs> 
So, um, uh, so okay, so upsets of the year, Schwartzman and, and Wang Chung. And so now we're going to move to maybe one of the, what is the premier award that we yes. give out, yes. which is the player of the year. Dun, 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 right. dun. I got to get some music with it. <laughs> exactly. Now, here's what we did. We did a little something different this year than last year. So last year, we just gave the player of the year award and we was done with it. But we felt like there were a couple of stories this year that led us to, okay, maybe this person is not going to get player of the year, but they absolutely deserve an honorable mention. Mm -hmm. So for each player of the year, we're going to also have an honorable mention. So we'll start on the women's side here. And the WTA player of the year for us is Sophia Kennan. Um, You know, Sophia Kennan could almost be listed as a breakout. Uh, story for for 2020. She ended the year ranked in the top five, you know, as number four. She won two titles, the Australian Open and uh, Lyon. Um, She went 24-9 on the year. She won her first major, which was the Australian. And, And she didn't just like, oh, she got a little easy draw and so she won. I mean, she took out Coco Golf in round 16. She beat Ash Barty in the semis. And she took out Muguruza in a three-setter. Now, I say three-setter, but she gave her two whole biscuits on the back end of that. <laughs> right. um, and we know Muguruza is a battler in Grand Slam finals. So, you know, that was an amazing win. And then on a completely different surface, slow red clay, she made it to the finals of the French Open. Now, remember, she got there and met Swiatek, and Swiatek, you know, showed her what time it was. <laughs> but, you know, the fact that she made it to a Grand Slam final and she won another Grand Singles Grand Slam title, we felt like she deserved Player of the Year. Thoughts, Isaac? Yeah, I mean, I mean, the, 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 it's the stats. It's the facts. I mean, basically what you just mentioned, that kind of drove – Uh, Our decision on this one is um, she really, really did have an outstanding year. Um, Again, condensed calendar. But, I mean, after that Australian Open win, she was definitely really on par to do some special things. And um, I know that, um, you know, she, she, you know, we had the lull and everything. So she she lost a a bit of uh, (laughs) a bit of uh, um, her her luster, especially (laughs) with that beat down. Because who beat her love and love? I forget about that oh, one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Spanked up. Well, so, <laughs> but still, with all of that being said, she, she to me is absolutely deserving of, of the player of the year. Um, but as you and I talked, you know, the honorable mention um, in, in our minds. Of- hey, hold on. Hey, oh. just a second before we get to the honorable mention. Oh, we yeah. had we had Paul come yeah. through who uh, may have had a comment on, oh, hey, on, Paul. on this. It was Azarenka. <laughs> you you saying for you player of the year was Azarenka? No, who who beat up on uh Oh, who be- oh there you go. Yeah, them <laughs> double bagels. That's right. Yeah, she's yeah. like, I'm not scared of you. I'm old school heifer. You better wait. Yeah. You better make sure you know. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be quiet and let y'all finish. Then I got all my lists ready to go. 
We will be back with you. <laughs> yes, very good. <laughs> good point. Yes, that was Azarenka. There you go. So, yeah. So, no, very deserving. But like you said, um, the honorable mention, and to me, the one that just it hits home, of course, is uh, Naomi Osaka. She is most definitely the honorable mention as it relates to player of the year. I'm still... I mean, first of all, like, you know, as you, as you, I don't know that you mentioned this, but we've talked about, she's got the sports person of the year outside of tennis. I mean, sports person of the year. Come on now. Yeah. I mean, that, that says it all. Yeah. For both the Associated Press and Sports Illustrated, she was named the female athlete of the year. Yeah. So to me, that, that just speaks volumes. I mean, I still think. To me, it's just, like I said, Bryce, it is such a baller move to be like, yo, I got seven masks and I'm going to make sure y'all see each and every one of them. I mean, I can't even imagine the level of pressure that you would have to be like, yo, I'm about to make it to the final because y'all going to see all these masks. I think that was just in itself tremendous. So she is the honorable mention. What are your thoughts on that, bro? Well, you know, all the time they talk about, you know, players' teams do what they can to remove stress from the player so they can just focus on the game and just focus on hitting the ball. And what Osaka basically did was she put a whole coat of extra stress on herself because she put a spotlight on herself. She became that icon for a movement in sports because let's not forget, it was Osaka who during the Western and Southern uh, tournament that's normally played in Cincinnati was played in New York this year mm-hmm. uh, ended up withdrawing in protest over uh, I forgot which uh, person had which person had gotten killed right, uh, which is a shame time. in itself mm-hmm. right but she when the, the tournament didn't acknowledge it and, and, and other sports really hadn't started now she was one of the first ones Yep. And and it was her withdrawal from her uh, her final match against Azarenka that actually the tournament followed suit and canceled all the other matches that day. Right. Exactly. So she was really both helping to leave lead, excuse me, a movement and be the best player she could be. And when you are leading a mo- a movement and you can still back a Grand Slam singles title. Right. You know, we, we had to give player of the year to Kenan because she absolutely deserved it on what she did across the year, but we had to absolutely acknowledge what Naomi Osaka has done. And like we said, it's been acknowledged uh, by, I mean, Sports Illustrated and Associated Press didn't name Sophia Kenan. <laughs> no, they did not. <laughs> right? Did, so, did they even give her an honorable mention? Uh, <laughs> We, we we try to be better. So, you know, I just wanted to put that out there that, yeah, Naomi Osaka had an amazing uh, 2020 nonetheless. And actually, if you've been listening to our uh, our podcast, we are predicting for her to have a very strong 2021. So you keep your eyes on this Naomi Osaka. Absolutely, brother. Absolutely. So that is our ladies player of the year yep and, and uh, yeah go ahead and on the, the, you want me to go ahead and do the yeah, go ahead go ahead and take us to the men yeah all right so player of the year on the men's side shouldn't necessarily be a surprise um but similar to uh kenan 
we have selected a first-time Grand Slam champion as the player of the year, and that is Mr. Dominique Team. Yes, uh, yes. Yes, yes. Dominique Team showed out this year. I mean, to me, given the whole controversy that happened at the U.S. Open and Djokovic, you know, basically defaulting himself, that, in my opinion, put a ton of pressure on Team because at that point, he was the top seed. He was the one that people were like, yo, you ain't got the big three. You really should be trying to win this. And, I mean, he had his stumbles. I mean, the fact that he was down two sets to love, I believe it was, in the final yeah. against Verev. And mm-hmm. the fact – and he was just like, yo, I'm, I'm just about to – I'm about to buckle down and I'm about to get this thing done. And just and, really – And, and yeah, you know And something I want to add, too, yeah. you don't hear a lot of talk about it. He was injured in that final. He was on a bum leg. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, and, and, and they're doing the right thing by not highlighting that, but it's a fact. He mm-hmm. was on a bum leg in that final. So to come back two sets down on yeah. a bum leg and to win, props to, to that it, man. Props, exactly. And, so, and like I said, so to be able to do that, get your first Grand Slam title, ain't no asterisk, so we're just going to scratch that right now. He won it fair and square and legitimately. And then to get to the year-ending finals and be like, yo, <laughs> Nadal mm-hmm. and Djokovic, ain't nobody scouting you. And CeCe Pass. And, and, and that's right, and CeCe Pass. I mean, to me, when you go and show out like that at the year-ending finals, you, you are definitely playing some ball. And, and mind you, he did come up short against Medvedev in the final, but hey, he, in my opinion, really, really showed some metal um, by taking out both Nadal and Djokovic because not many can, can say that they've ever done that in the same tournament. Um, and so to me, team is just, he, he's, he's, he has definitely lived up to expectations, in my opinion, and is, is definitely, um, um, he, he is definitely, in my eyes, a player of the year. How about you, my man? Well, and, you know, just to continue to compare him to Kenan, not only did he win the U.S. Open, don't forget, he lost in a close five-setter in the finals of the Australian Open to Djokovic. That's right. That's right. So he was doing it all year long. <laughs> um, and, and some people might say, well, okay, you're saying that you're giving Kennan and team these Player of the Year awards because they made it to the finals of a major and they won a major. Well, Djokovic won a major. He won the Australian he made it to the finals of the French Open, where Rafael mm-hmm. Nadal showed him what time it was. Uh, <laughs> and he ended the year on top of the rankings, number one. And I say, yes, that's true. But he also hit an official in the throat with a ball with a racket, with, from his racket. Right. And he also was the president and CEO of the Coronavirus One <laughs> Tour. So, I'm sorry, brothers on tennis, we will not be complicit by rewarding bad behavior. So, no. thank you, come again, try again next year, all right? Dominique Team, send us your address, and we will mail you our print shop uh, award certificates that you can put on your wall in your award room. There you yes, go. that is our player of the year. And so, based upon what I just said... <laughs> Honorable mention did not go to Djokovic. No. Honorable mention for us went to the one and the only Rafael Nadal. Because why? Because number one, and this could be it, basically, he won his 13th 13th. French 
open. Look, come on. We talk all the time about r- records that may or may not ever be broken or whatever. I'm gonna tell you what. Mm. This is one of the ones that I think. Okay, first of all, how many people got 13 majors? Period. Period. Yeah, it's it's yeah one. And then, right? <laughs> Which, I mean, outside of the big three, I should say, yeah. Right. And then to say who got 13 at what? Right. Place. Right. Look, and and not only did Nadal win his thir- just the fact to say that somebody has won 13 of a single major is just mind blowing in itself. But above and beyond that, if you remember the talk during mm-hmm. that tournament, people were saying this was the year that Djokovic right. was going to show Nadal what time it was at Roland Garros. <laughs> and I kept telling people, I kept telling people, how, how can you even go against somebody who's won this 12 times? And Nadal came out and said, just to get it started, I'm going to give this dude a bagel and a whole biscuit. <laughs> just to get started. Just to get started. Just to get started. <laughs> and then we're going to play a nice set that I'm going to win 7-5, and we're going to go ahead and send Djokovic home. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, so, and then on top of that, Nadal at the end of the year was awarded the Stefan Edberg Sportsmanship Award mm-hmm. on the ATP side for the third time in four years. So not only is he bringing that heat to you on that red clay, but <laughs> people like it, I guess. That's they, they, Exactly. <laughs> Apparently so. They're just like, yep, you know? he's nice too. <laughs> and he's nice too. <laughs> My oh, man. goodness. Yeah, yeah. So, it's pretty so, insane, bro. Right. So congratulations, Players of the Year, Dominic Team, and Sophia Kennan, with strong honorable mentions to Rafael Nadal and to Naomi Osaka. Now, Isaac, uh, <laughs> we're going to go to the Mr. and Mrs. Petty. I'm, I'm going to take Mr. Petty because I need for you to talk about Ms. Petty. Oh right. my goodness! Yes. Right. So, if you, so listeners, if you're not familiar with this award, this is the award that we give to someone on the ATP and the WTA side who have done something that was so trifling, <laughs> was so petty that we 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 have to actually recognize them for it. You yes. Know? Yes. <laughs> and so I'm going to start with Mr. Petty. Yes. And the person that we decided is Mr. Petty for 2020 is none other than Alexander Sasha Zara. Uh. The reason why he won this award, and it's well-deserved, <laughs> is because for those of you that remember, we had that wonderful Adria tour, better known as the Coronavirus for Everyone tour, <laughs> where, you know, everybody that played was like, here's some Corona for you, here's some <laughs> Corona for you, here's some Corona for you. <laughs> and Alexander Zarev was all up in the mix with those people. And so afterwards, he went out and he had this whole public apology in the press that was like, oh, I'm so sorry for participating. It was it was not a thoughtful thing for me to do. And since I was around all these people who have tested positive, I'm now going to go put myself in self-isolation 
for 14 days. Hmm. And so we were like, you know what? That's a pretty good thing to do. Good way to stand up, take accountability, you know, and do the right thing. <laughs> well, six days later, hmm. in a crowded club in Monte Carlo, who did we see turning up at the bar? <laughs> Mr. Alexander Sasha Zerf. And who was the person that got to call him out on it? Mr. Hmm. Nicholas Curios. Well, right? well. So, having been in contact with people who had tested positive for Corona, Djokovic, Dimitrov, um, Chorich, Chorsky, mm-hmm. they all tested positive. Curios really called him out on, like, how could you be so selfish to then go put yourself in a crowded environment and potentially affect, infect other people after you've come out to the press and told everybody you're going to self-quarantine, but you're really out here turning up in a Monte Carlo club. Right. <laughs> you know? Hey. Speak on it. Man, I mean, I, you said it all. I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, it just doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, especially at that point in time when you knew, you know, we were in in the thick of things with this whole COVID situation with everybody basically, you know, popping up. I mean, not only did the players uh, test positive, but then their spouses were also testing positive. So so it was a lot. There was a whole bunch of folks that that popped up. And so for you to step out there and and really try and play that, you know, know, the, the high road of I'm going to do what's right and I'm going to you know, self-isolate and then get caught and especially get caught by curious. <laughs> That's the one person you do not want to get caught by because you know he's going to say something. You know he's going to say it. Right, he's going right. to tell it. He's going to tell it. And he showed it. He got out there and was like, yo, you know this ain't right. So when you got curious lecturing you, yes, you deserve the Mr. Petty Award because simply put, you did wrong. Well, right. <laughs> So, yeah, so congratulations, Sasha. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> Finish your address. <laughs> exactly. Yep, we'll print it out and get, get it right to you. I mean, and Bryce, you know, on the lady side, and this one is a bit more personal. Mm. Well. <laughs> um, uh, uh, okay, so we're just going to rip the bandit off. Basically, our Miss Mrs. Petty, Miss Petty Award goes to uh, Miss Coco Vanderway. And... Uh, <laughs> Here's the reason why. So your boy Isaac and Bryce were at uh, the Challenger Tournament um, in, uh, where was that, Newport Beach, I believe yeah, it was? Yeah, Newport Beach, yeah. Newport Beach. And we're, you know, doing our brothers on tennis thing. We got our gear on and everything is cool. Everything's popping. At the end of the day, things are shutting down. We're off to get the car. We go to the valet. And, nope, hey, who's standing there? We got Coco Vanderway and her mother. And so, you know, we're there and the mother is just as sweet as she wants to be. And she's like, hey, guys, how's it going? And we start talking. And apparently she had what it was in Shreveport or, or New York or she had a tie to someplace. I forget what what, uh, right. what uh, yeah, the mother has said, but just as nice and just as sweet as she wanted to be. And folks, look to the side of the mama who is being so nice and so wonderful is Coco. With her hands basically folded up, just won't even look our direction. 
I mean, nothing. We got nothing, folks. Didn't even get a, a, a glance. It was as if we were just a speck of nothing. And so while we are sitting there engaging with the mama, got on Brothers on Tennis gear, all of that stuff, the mama's asking all these wonderful questions, being so nice and engaging. Here she is, hands crossed, ain't got nothing to say. I'm sorry. You, I, listen, you need to be better, and you need to do better. And, and here's the crazy thing. She had just won her match. She won, yes. So, so you should be happy. You know, I, I could have understood a little bit if she had just gotten beaten, which... Uh, a couple of days later, Taylor Townsend was going to show up what Tyler was <laughs> with a couple of breadsticks, but we'll right. leave that alone. Uh, but, you know, but she had just won. And I'm like, why are you trying to stand here high post? Do you know you are at a challenger? Exactly. We're, not like out, we're not like outside Roland Garros or, right? or, or Wimbledon or something. We're at a challenger at Newport Beach, and you're trying exactly. to stand here. You and your 214 ranking. You're going to try to stand here and be high post on somebody. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Exactly. Ahead, come come hmm. get your award. Come get your award. Because <laughs> we're going to bronze plate that one, baby, just for you. Right. And you know what? And I felt bad. I felt bad giving her this award a little bit because her coach is Craig Carter. And right. I love him. I yeah. Mean, I, I, I was first introduced to him back in the days when Martina Navratilova, and he's coached some of us. Favors. I mean, like, he's worked with Lindsay Davenport and Mary Pierce and Zena Garrison and Jennifer Capriotti. All of these great people. Mm-hmm. And, and he exactly. got Miss Petty. He got so Miss Petty. There we go. We don't, <laughs> we don't spend no more time on that. Let's, <laughs> let's keep moving. And our final award, which this is a new one for us, right? So we didn't actually no, do we did, out last no, year. No, no, we did, did we last do the, year. We did the No, You Didn't? Yes, we did. Oh, that's right. We certainly did. Okay, well, guess what, folks? We got another one for you. The No You Didn't Award. <laughs> um, and I will go ahead and announce the ladies. Um, the No You Didn't Award. <laughs> your, goes, your girl. Goes to my girl, which I ain't mad at her about. Because she tried to get her swerve on. That is Miss Danielle Collins. That's right. You, no, you didn't, girl. No, you didn't. She was in that bubble. And she said, listen, I got some things I need to work out. I ain't trying to stay cooped up in this thing. <laughs> she broke out that bubble and said, mm, I'm going. I'm about, I'm about to go get me some vitamins, as she put it. I'm about to get some vitamins because I need my vitamins. Yeah, that's what you needed, all right. Yes, ma'am. And for those of you that don't remember, you know, she was playing at the Greenbrier in, in West Virginia. And yes. Like, this was world team tennis. They're trying yes. to test out this whole, like, bubble environment to get tennis going again. And, you know, somehow Danielle Collins felt like that didn't apply to her. She didn't hear it or she didn't understand being in the bubble meant you couldn't go nowhere. And she wanted to hit her alma mater down the road at UVA in Charlottesville hmm. and hmm. said, she was going looking for some uh, supplements for her rheumatoid arthritis. So mm-hmm. we know oh, what okay, supplements okay. she was going after. Don't yeah, you? So, <laughs> you ain't fooling nobody. But I tell you what, props to World Team Tennis because they said, you know what, you are dismissed. We are not yes. playing around with this. This is these are people's lives. These are people's right. Health. Right. You out, here act, you out here acting funny? No. <laughs> go, 
knew. <laughs> and, and right, and folks, I, I joke because, like I said, Daniel Collins is my girl. But you're exactly right, Bryce. It was it was definitely poor form on her part because again, they're testing out this bubble, trying to make sure everybody is safe, and she was just like, "Yo, I'm out." Um, and 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 they were like, "Okay, cool, you dismiss." And 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 then she was like, like surprised. It seemed like afterwards, like, "What? I don't understand." It's like you understand. <laughs> <laughs> you understand. You they, know they exactly like, what's up. They like going back to Charlottesville. Exactly, going back. <laughs> gone. It was that. It was that important. Gone. Get it. Don't do it. Right. So. <laughs> now, now, for everybody should probably be able to predict who mm. our no, you didn't award <laughs> winner is on the men's side. And it goes to the one hmm. and the only Novak Djokovic. And you know what? He actually has three strong reasons <laughs> to compete for this award. <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm going to run them down real quick. Go ahead, bro. We want, we, we want to get you guys up here to tell us what, what, what works for you guys. <laughs> so, number one, he decided, you know, I'm not making enough money on this ATP tour. So, I, I want to form a whole new union. Hmm. to succeed from the ATP. Mind you, Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal already said, no, no thank you. <laughs> so that should already tell you a little something. But he was like, no, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to form this. I'm going to get me these impressionable other players on the men's side, and we're going we gonna to form this little group so that we can be mean and anti-establishment. Right. So it was like, okay, you're being a little extra with that, but okay, you got the right. Mm-hmm. Then... When the world is coming out with all these protocols on how to stay healthy and safe mm. during the coronavirus pandemic, he decides to become president and CEO of the Adria Tour, better known as the Coronavirus for Everyone Tour, <laughs> where he got everybody and they spouse sick with yep. corona yep. up there and was rather indignant about it for a long time until he eventually was like, oh, okay, maybe I should have done some things differently. <laughs> and so he's already earned this, this, this award at this point, right? Uh-huh. But then <laughs> at the U.S. Open, where literally they were they were engraving his name on the trophy. <laughs> exactly. They were engraving his name on the trophies, and they were like, ain't nobody here can beat you. Nope. And nobody. Djokovic was like, hold my corona, because <laughs> I'm going to take this ball, and I'm going to hit this lion's woman in her throat, and, <laughs> and I'm going to knock her down. And and you know what? And 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 although we know that that's not what his intent was, you no. know, w- when you do dumb things, dumb things can happen. Mm-hmm, and, that's right. But let's not forget, this was the same guy who was at the net talking to the officials, saying, "You're going to default me? Look, she's up walking around and everything." <laughs> you know, after I hit in the throat. After I hit in the throat, and everybody has seen that picture. Where that woman is looking up at him like he about to hit her again. <laughs> she did look scared. She really did look scared, dude. She just was like, no. Wait a minute. Uh oh, Paul. What? <laughs> I just can't stand you right now for that. 
So I'm gonna stay on. I'm gonna stay on because you better be almost finished. Then I'm gonna get mine. <laughs> things that happened in the world of tennis for you in 2020 and, and Paul you're already up here so I'm just going to turn it over to you come on Paul well, thank you so much uh, I actually didn't know Coco Vanderway was still playing that's nice <laughs> um, um, yeah so good for her <laughs> good for her I know that's right now, before I before, oh hey what's up Miles uh, before I hey, I'm gonna run through my awards but before I do I want to tell y'all I talked to Courtney Scott he's down to uh to get on there with you so uh, awesome. we're do some, so, some hey, so listeners listeners uh, you heard it right here on Brothers on Tennis Paul uh, has just hooked us up with we will be interviewing Courtney Scott on Brothers on Tennis he is the hitting partner for Coco Golf so yes. look for that in the near future thank you Paul Paul you the man. Got you. I got you. Uh, let me run through these real quick because I, I, I agree with most of the stuff you said. But um, I thought Yannick Sinner had a full season. I thought we had to pick someone that was in their debut season. Was this his debut full full schedule season? Uh, no, it wasn't. But it was the first full season that he did something. Yeah, okay. So I, I, would go, I, would go, I would go with Sinner. But for the women, I'm going to go with Fernandez from Canada. Mm. That's a good okay. pick. That's a good That's pick. A- I have my eyes on her. On, I'm gonna go with her on sheer talent and how she really uses a lefty serve. I haven't seen it like that in a while. I'm excited, you know, for you know the things, the goals she set, and uh, she 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 reached them, and she has set lofty goals. She got an interview and said, "I'm gonna be in the top ten next year." I said, "Okay, oh, that's, okay. that's right. the way you talk. That's the yes. way you talk." So. Um, you know, it's like like with Jim Brady, I feel like she pulled an Agassi and made the best of what she's got. But Fernandez has that talent that I'm, mm-hmm. I'm excited gotcha. about. Uh, breakout for me, of course, was Rublev. But I also had Sinner because I wasn't sure if he was newcomer or breakout. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sinner announced that forehand and everybody's looking across that net like, Man, he hasn't even been in the gym yet. So when <laughs> next year's company, right. you know, when he gets when he gets his man body is going to be a problem. <laughs> right. Uh, Did you guys think he's the hitting partner for Nadal at the Australian Open? Really? Who was? Yep. They're doing like, uh, indi- well, I guess designated pairs because of the quarantine situation. Oh, okay. And Nadal is the hitting partner of uh, center and vice versa. Nice. I, yep. Because I think when Nadal saw that forehand at the front, yep. was like, yeah, I want to <laughs> practice with this person. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yep. I think Nadal is smart. Yeah. That's right. Uh, obviously, for the women, it's Schwantek. She's a good cook. She gave lots of pastries and bagels <laughs> out. She's a good chauffeur. She drove people around. <laughs> but the thing that really made her break out for me was that once she mowed down Jalapeno, it was hmm. the next match. It was hmm. the next match because that's the one where they fall apart. That's right. Because right. the press acts like you already won it when you beat someone of Halep's caliber. Mm-hmm. And her and that psychiatrist, which 
Sitsy Pops needs to visit. Kept well, her, <laughs> you better kept preach. her together. She kept all her ingredients fresh. She left the burners on. She cooked up some more pastries. She didn't spill nothing. She didn't have no oil grease burns. I am done. Sadly for Isaac, it was oh. not Rebacana. But anyway. No, I like Rebacana. See, look Rebacana at you. Thank you, Miles. Thank you, Miles. Come on now. Come on, the now, only y'all. thing I'll say about Swiatek is maybe it's the Ostapenko in me, or maybe it's the Ostapenko fan that I've seen. I'm a little mm-hmm. worried that she's not going to be able to follow up the, mm-hmm. that tournament because mm-hmm. it, it's it's prevalent in the WTA to have one big breakthrough tournament for a season, and right. then that next season you looking like let me go back to the ITF and get this shit together. Because <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Miskina, um, you can go yes. down the line. Miskina, yep. Right. Sabina. Yep. Well, <laughs> but see, that's where that's, that psychologist comes into play, though. Right. right. So we'll yeah. right. So I'm glad she does have that. That's right. That's right. Go ahead. Uh, my upset of the uh, for the women was Laura Clark, mm-hmm. uh, who defeated Djokovic when he hit her in the neck with that ball. <laughs> <laughs> and on the men's side, it was Veratini who defeated himself all year. Yes. I yes. can't believe he's still in the top 10. Well, I guess I can because of the frozen rankings. But right. I mean, that's right. right. I mean, isn't that the only reason? It's crazy. That's yep, the only pretty reason. Much, pretty much. His, his was a season-long upset for me. He just defeated himself again he's and again. He's too big to play such powder puff tennis. AKA it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Um. I, I would say Kennan over Mugu in the Australian Open final. It wasn't that it was a upset. I just get upset when Kennan wins. <laughs> She's such a screw. Man, I'm right there with you. She's tough to look at as well. I just get upset. Uh, <laughs> player of the year. You know, for player of the year of the WTA, I'm glad you all mentioned Osaka and the seven masks because uh, it actually was a throwback. Because if y'all remember, Serena used to bring seven outfits. That's right. Oh, yeah. So I that. When, when she said that, I said, okay, you also giving a little props to your idol. That's nice. And then she came through and wore every single mask. I thought that was, it's, for me, that makes her player of the year. To put that kind of pressure on yourself and to be a, international spokesperson and I'll just never give Kenan anything so I just can't do it. <laughs> we totally understand men- that. Uh-huh. Wait, my honorable pause. mention is actually when Azarenka. Serena have seven, uh, seven outfits? I know she's at uh, way, way back in Way back in the day, like I think at the French she had that Cameroon look, and ah, then she had yes, the, the green and gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she changed into the yeah. She, I think she has seven looks. I think Venus brought seven looks to the U.S. Open one year. Seven different patterns of floral. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> leave Venus alone. She's selling lots of outfits to lots of sixty-year-old white ladies in Palm Beach Gardens. They love it. They love it. They love it. Um, my, my, my honorable mention would be Azarenka. Just you know everything you've yeah. been through to for sure and the season before to have such a dismal season well you know what paul i was when we were going through this i was we don't have a comeback player of the year and we may add that next and year. that would have been her yeah yeah she, yep. yeah, she would have yeah, absolutely sure. been for our sure. pick for that yeah yeah absolutely uh, for me male player was team and uh honorable mention was medi so those were the same for me yeah i can give you that uh, the no you didn't was kenan pouting at her french open interview well, yeah. How, well, how are you pouting? 
when she at, at her interview after she lost the French Open, not didn't say congratulations to Iga, just <laughs> just you know, and Danielle trying to get those that vitamin D. That's the, that's the <laughs> Uh, but did you have to go so far for vitamin D? It was right there. Right. Hey, 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 you got to get the right vitamin D. You can't just hey, take vitamin right. D. Come on now. And look, she had a lot of contacts at her alma mater. So, I mean, you know. As you all know, I call her Karen because she's a Karen that goes wild. And that's Very much so. Yes. Uh, and, of course, my male, no, you didn't, was just Zverev in general. Oh, see, he is hitting on people, literally. (laughs) Yep. See, now I thought your no, you didn't for the men was going to be John Isner. Boom. Oh, Uh -oh. it's coming. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's my John. Hold up! Uh Don't let me let me get these other ones out. My petty is (laughs) Stefano Stefano Sitsipas not knowing about Black Lives Matter and having to ask Naomi Osaka to explain to him what's up with black people and this whole thing. Uh How are you an international? How are you in a sport that travels to every country in the world, pretty much every continent? And you, you know that little artsy thing he pulls. It ain't that ain't for me anymore. And he's one of my people. Devil's advocate, but I do think there's a certain degree of tennis players kind of being in their own bubble, like even before yeah, oh, quarantine yeah, bubles. Yeah. So yeah. I'll, I'll give him, I'll give him a slice of, you know, a slice of that for not knowing. But you have a point, a really good point. Well, I thought the petty was me being petty, so I'm agreeing with you. Like it's me, it's me being petty about like. So I misunderstood the award. Like I'm saying, like because they are they're in their bubbles, and then this year they were in a bubble within a bubble. So yeah. I get it, and I'm just. I was just feeling some type of way about it. Um, <laughs> yes, we're about there trying to do the right thing. You ain't Spike Lee, fool. Keep, keep your hands to yourself. <laughs> um, I just hit his girlfriend harder than his second serve. I don't get that. Oh. I, mean, oh. I mean, right? I don't understand that. With a lot more spin, you know, keep it in the <laughs> with court. A hook. Um, with a hook on with it. it. Just don't right. do it. Good. Now my 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 other, the thing that got on my nerves, my no you didn't was Warenka getting fed by that eighteen year old Italian. Oh, oh. Gaston. Yeah. I, whoever it was. No, Luch. Wait, what's it Gaston? Th- no, it was the it was the it was at the Madrid or Rome match where it was Luciano oh. or Lorenzo. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Italian Open, yes, the Italian Open. L- yeah. Lorenzo Mazzetti. Yep, there you go, yeah. Mazzetti. Yeah. That's, yep, um, yep. In fact, my newcomer of the year would be these Italian kids in general, right. that sort of squad that's coming, if I had mm-hmm. to, if I could cheat a little bit with that. So let me get to John Isner. Um, <laughs> <laughs> at least, at least Djokovic, who I also can't stand, had, you know, when he... When Djokovic messes up, it's like what we all were saying. His intent, it, he's just a he's a he's a screw up. I want to he use this word. He wants to be loved too much, and I think that overshadows his yes. reason, like his his reason. He just wants to be loved yes because yes. everyone else loves Roger and no and uh yes and yeah. yes. And no matter how many Grand Slams he wins, he ain't never right. He's never gonna have uh, that fan base. That's so, right. Sorry, <laughs> uh, uh, but Isner willfully is saying these crazy things Ugh. about Corona and not, and that people shouldn't wear a mask. And all I have to say is I'm an ether. You Isner, you played in these tournaments and you put the mask on your face. And I'm one of those Literally. people that you, you stand, if you believe that 
then you should have stood to the side, but you wanted that money. So you're greedy, you're heartless. You probably have passed Corona on to people that you don't even know. Cause that's the thing about the virus, you know, mm-hmm. you could, you could pass to this person who passed to the next person who passed to the next person. And that's the right. person that dies. And you need to never pick up a racket. You can't run anyway. Listen, somebody, somebody, somebody had, um, Somebody had a thing, uh, which of these, uh, if you're uh, just an uh, everyday player, like, you know, like us, uh, which of these skills would you want to add to your arsenal? Isner serve, Federer's, uh, what was it, Federer's, back- oh, uh, Federer's volley, Federer's net play, Djokovic oh, okay. return to serve, uh, Raphael's forehand, you could pick one. And all these people were saying, Isner serve, Isner serve. I'm like, is it that good? Is- but I'm like, Isner serve ain't won him nothing. So right. what you think he's going to do? He would have stopped after Miami. Right. If that serve was all that, he'd have won something. <laughs> How you barely get to tell the semifinal hitting 140 miles mile per hour service? How? Right. right. Yeah, Wait a minute. Like, no. Didn't he, isn't he the one that played that matchup with for like three days? Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. his only claim to fame. I would have yep. stopped then. Yeah. I would have stopped <laughs> Yeah. He just should have, when he fell out, he just should have never got back up. Boom. <laughs> you know, He's too need tall to go and work gangly on. to be so loud and dumb. It's just, it just doesn't go together. Just, just goofy and loud and dumb. Goofy. And no and, backhand. And, and no backhand having. And for our listeners who don't understand the picture, you know. Oh, there, sorry. I should have broken down why we don't like him. Right. You're right. There, there was on Twitter, uh, John Isner had made a comment about. The coaches on the side wearing masks were. Should I pull it up? It's still up there. He ain't never deleted yeah. it. That's the problem right there. Wow. It was, it was just uh, cosmetic theater uh, that it, it made no sense. And, and it was somebody, in the, this is the NFL. NFL, this, right. NFL, right. And somebody uh, responded to him that you should always wear a mask. And it just seemed like it was a tone deaf type statement to make considering. You know, it really isn't about how safe or not it is on the sideline in the NFL game. It's about messaging, right? right. And right now, the the messaging is wearing a mask helps to save lives, right? And listen, and, he, and listen, he's saying that about black people. He's sitting there, a white man watching a bunch of black people running around doing mm-hmm. something that he could never do when any black person who put in the focus could could get it in on the tennis court because we can do anything and I, I, I'm I don't not sure about saying how that people, I don't understand how people want to be around him because I know he's supposed to play in this Delray Beach tournament which side eye to that tournament for even happening because the rest of the tournaments are in the Middle East and Australia so that one's just mm-hmm. in Florida for what but I, I personally couldn't even want to be in the locker room around him with him mm-hmm. just being reckless like that now, Miles, is the is the Delray maybe happening because so many of them are training around Everett? There's like enough of so. them tra- There's yeah. enough of them training in that yeah, area that they're that just going to get some matches in and yeah. call it the Delray. You know what I mean? But like, Milos, Milos Roundage just pulled out today, and I think the draw was released today as well, too. So oh, really? we'll see who actually lifts that trophy. We'll see. Oh, right. Really? Mm-hmm. It's gonna be. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be. Alexander Fokinovich or somebody. <laughs> it, actually, it actually might be my guy who I don't think we've talked about, uh, Christian Garin. Oh, oh, he's very, very slept on. I don't, I don't think he's seat? a top seed now. Well, maybe he might be because of uh, Rowney's pulling out. 
Yeah, yeah. Is that is that Norwegian dude? Is Christian Rude? He's pretty good too. Oh, Casper Rude. Yep. Casper. Yep. 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 He's good on clay. I don't know if he's in that tournament, but he's good. Yeah, no. Garin was the top seed. We're looking at the draw right now. And Opelka's there and Tommy Paul. Come on, y'all. Them the two I like. You like Opelka? I do what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Listen. Listen. Okay. So here's my deal. And 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 I'm just going Opelka to me because I've kind of followed him a little bit on IG and social media. And mind you, I don't know if this is father or not, but it just seems like whenever uh, um, you know Tiafo puts some things out, uh, he supports him. He's always kind of put. He to me is is at least trying to put some things out there as it relates to the social, you know, it, it, the social scene, if you will, as to what's been going on in 2020. I appreciate the effort. Whether it's genuine or not, I don't know. But I will say that for right now, I'm giving him at least a little bit of a a little bit of a pass because I feel like at least he is one that is trying. Unlike your John Isner's, unlike your Ryan Harrison's, unlike your Tennis Sandgren's. Come on now. Listen, listen. unlike your Sam Query who fled the well. Talk about it. Well, okay. Fled the country with his. I mean, you're fugitive. Come on, y'all. With the COVID. <laughs> and I'm actually. Exactly. I, I think he got he got fined and suspended, but his name is still on that Delray Beach draw. So I'm not mm-hmm. sure what's going on with that. Well, well, let me tell, well, let me tell you what. I'm going to tell you what. We're gonna, I actually have an update on that, and we're going to talk about that. We have to end the show here, but we're getting ready to pop over to IG Live. Yes, we actually have some hot topics that we didn't even bring up on this episode. Birdman hand rose. (laughs) (laughs) Because we haven't even talked about the Serena piece yet. So, oh, um, yes. So, wait, did we just see her response to what's his face or her husband response? Meet us on IG Live in five minutes. So, to our listeners, Thank yes. you very much for, for listening in to the, uh, the, the Brothers on Tennis 2020 Awards. You know, we, we're so excited that we were able to bring this to you in a different way because on Locker Room, as you see, we are able to bring you up on and into the conversation. So really, thanks for listening to our live show here on Locker Room. If you've liked the show, please be sure to start your own room or engage with other fans on the app. Uh, Download the Locker Room app in the Apple App Store to be a part of our podcast, which will be every Monday at 6 o'clock p.m. Pacific time, 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern. So with that, we are looking forward to a strong 2021. Uh, Like Shirley Caesar said, we made it. And we are... And we are signing off. So this is your boy, Bryce. And this is your boy, Isaac. And we are Brothers on Tennis. We'll talk to you next week.